Welcome, everybody, to another episode of a uh, wrestling roundup as part of the uh, Retro 2BD podcast network. Uh, as always, we have the Humane Suplex Machine, uh, Buckshot Laureate. Alongside uh, me is uh, the Spooky Girl Aficionado and Avian Expert, Turbo. How you doing, Turbo? I'm great. I am super elevated and ready to talk <laughs> wrestling. Sounds good. Uh, before we get into wrestling, uh, how was your week? Everything's okay in the in the world of Turbo? How's it going out east? It's it's super cold, <laughs> man. It's cold. It's we we minus are like, what right now? Uh, I believe we're at minus thirty seven right now with the wind chill. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, they're talking about going down to minus fifty tomorrow morning sometime. Oh so yeah, god. it's it's going to be a cold old weekend. But hey, we're we're all bundled up in the house. We got power. That's all that matters. We're 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 all yeah. good. Yeah, the fact that you have a roof over your head right now and the ability to to warm yourselves. I mean. Health as wealth. If you don't have your health, then what do you have? So exactly. So I was actually you. shocked. There's there was some controversy with uh with the whole uh cold weather coming in here on the island. The city mm. of Charlottetown decided uh they're not going to open warming centers for this weekend's uh cold uh snap. They're they're not doing it. It's not happening. Why not? Uh basically they don't think it's a, a, a an issue. Um, they can warm themselves in other areas. Like there's other cities and municipalities that have made the uh, the gesture and actually opened warming centers, but uh, Charlottetown just didn't want to partake, I guess. So, wow, yeah, crazy, yeah. That's awful. Yeah, it I was really like a dy- hope- it was like Sorry, a dystopian what? outlook. Uh, yeah, you know, like it's 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 crazy. It's just like, well, you know, we have too many people on the island, maybe now. So uh, this may be a way to get rid of some people, I guess. Like it's it's oh, kind of wow. sad, but that's yeah, that's, that's kind of the vibe you get, right? Right. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I really, I I don't want anybody to to get harmed in a way that you know they they have irreversible damage to their bodies or you know at worst death. Like, I don't want that for anybody. But like. I, I just, I, I can't believe a city would, I mean, Charlotte, no offense to Charlottetown, but you know, you're, you're just barely a city, but I, I can't imagine, I can't believe that that would, wow. That's yeah, just, it's, that's yeah, that's awful. what they announced. Now the, maybe the things have changed. I haven't been following the story right up until I just, I got the bylines yesterday evening and then this morning there was all the backlash. So I don't know if that's right. they've maybe made some changes to that decision. Um, but yeah, that's that's where we're at right now. So hopefully wow. they they've seen the uh, the light and they're like you know what we should be helping these people out. Yeah, <laughs> so. especially if it's minus fifty. Like, oof, that's cold. That's, well, that's, that's too you can, cold. You can get frostbite in fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, right? Oh yeah, so, I, I would imagine it'd be very quick to also get hypothermia in that kind of weather as well. Well, like, yeah, and and apparently hypothermia when you get it, you know, you feel like oh I'm warm, and then you just start peeling off your layers, and then you go and then you softly into the the the, yeah. ne- the nether as they say. But Oof. yeah, no no thanks. Uh, I'm glad I have a, a place to stay. 
hopefully the the city of charlottetown uh helps out and gets a gets gets its shit together exactly because like there's a lot of other municipalities on the island here that just were like yep no uh, like murray river and montague and like all these other cities they they can do it yeah it's it's not a good look by any means no not at all i mean here we're here it's warmer it's minus 28 um so (laughs) but yeah the warming centers are open they actually last night they had to warn people like these two warming shelters are at capacity um and then they had to redirect people to other places so yeah it's uh it's pretty bad um it's it's getting that way yeah yeah, it's fun. You know, it's fun when you you feel like you're watching history end. You know. Yeah, you're anyway. kind of wondering like if wow, this is a great way to start this. Yeah, uh, this you episode. know what? Yeah, right exactly. on a downer. Right yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you're going to talk wrestling, you should always start with a downer. You know, I think get, so because get the people you know, going and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the running theme is we agree too much, so we might as well start off as a downer. You know, people are right. like, yeah, they they're not happy. Maybe they'll argue. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still gonna agree. We're still gonna agree. We're probably gonna yeah. agree. Uh, well, you know what? Let's 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 stop this this uh, road down uh, down to uh, Downer Town, and uh, let's uh, get started on some wrestle talk. Um, we have. Um, we've, we've, it's been about a month since we last spoke. So lots have happened first oh, yeah. and foremost, very fresh in our, our minds is the Royal Rumble premium live event last weekend. Yes. Uh, there was some, some highlights and some lowlights and, uh, let's get started there. Um, did you watch the Royal Rumble? I did not watch the Royal Rumble day of, okay. I did not partake. I was busy doing other things i can't even remember what i was doing you know typical turbo too elevated Mm -hmm. to remember um Mm -hmm. oh no i remember i was uh i was hanging out with uh the fam we were watching uh k-pop videos doing trivia and that type of thing yeah it was it was fun i just i lose because i'm not as well versed in k-pop as the other two females of my crew so right yeah they're right into it and they love rubbing in my face that i don't know anything so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? But, but so, nothing says, you know, Saturday night, like getting high and having your family family members make fun of you. So Exactly. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I was doing. And then, so Sunday I decided to, for some reason I woke up at like 6 a.m. on Sunday for some oh, strange wow. reason. And I was like, I woke up and I hopped on the computer. I'm like, well, I'll download the Rumble. So I downloaded it queued it all up the the wife came down around seven o'clock and she's just like are, are you gonna use the tv i'm like no i'm gonna go upstairs lay down i'll i'll watch it on the uh on my computer so right. she wanted to watch her k-pop shows so so uh so she was doing that i watched the rumble it was four hours that was it's long yeah i didn't watch the whole thing um it was it was a lot to commit to so i was just like uh I, I, I watched what was uh, worthy of watching, I guess, based on the, the, the internet wrestling community was saying on Sunday morning. Um, so, but yeah, like as far as the things that were not uh, noteworthy, I, I, I did not pay attention to. But yes, I did see the last part of the Rumble. So 
when it was down to like it was like Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, Cody, and Gunther. Yep. Um, I was I saw from that point on because uh, yeah because that was the the tail end of it, and uh, it was fun to it, I when I found out that Gunther went like coast to coast, I was very proud of him. I was very happy to see him um, get the the honor as well. What did you think of Gunther getting to be? in the rumble for over an hour first person in and last person eliminated um love the fact uh that he got to hold the record like he's the yeah. new record holder at uh yeah. 60 61 minutes or, or something like that a little over it was an, an hour. hour and 11 minutes i think that's it uh, yeah yeah uh, 11 minutes and you know i think the previous record was like an hour and two or an hour and three so he he kind of beat it by a lot which is nice to see um I always wanted Walter to be Walter. I hate the fact right. they changed his name. He's Walter. I don't. I don't like Gunter. Yeah. I don't. I don't. In. I don't understand why it had to happen. Like he was Walter yeah. when he came in. People know he's Walter. Just let him be Walter. Um, right, but I think it might have to do with like. I, I mean, we can we can touch on this uh, a bit later, but um, I feel like with WWE. Like right now, apparently I read a story that Nick Khan said he was open to selling ad space on the apron, on uh, the mat, and on the turnbuckles in the ring. So I feel like obviously WWE um, is very much a money-making enterprise. And I suspect what happens, why a lot of these people give up their names, and I'm sure you've heard this as well, they give up their names because it either means it means WWE like buying their gimmick or buying their name. And so if anything was to happen and they leave, then they lose that. So oftentimes either WWE is like, no, we're starting from scratch. We want to give the illusion that we created you. So we're giving you a brand new name that, you know, so that we can distance you from your indie roots or your other company roots. And um, also for them, like if Walter, if, if Goon, yeah, if Walter, for whatever reason, it doesn't work out in WWE, although I don't think it's, I mean, something dramatic would have to happen because there's lately you've seen a lot of evidence that WWE is really high on him and really pushing him. But if let's say something was to happen and he leaves, then they're like, well, we own Walter now. And so he'd be like, okay, we have to come up with a brand new gimmick uh, because WWE took, stole my name basically. Well, so see, the that's thing why with Mia Yim, it's weird because they're like defer, they're saying Mia Yim slash Mishin, and I think it has to do with the fact that Mia Yim is known as Mia Yim in like Impact and and other promotions, and so they're trying to push this other name on her right now. Yeah. Anyway, you were about to say. Um, I'm thinking uh, like, I think they uh, WWE already owns the Gunter name or not Gunter, right. sorry, the Walter name because oh really he came in with NXT with it. He signed a contract with it, so I don't know right. what his contract states if he still owns the rights to the, to Walter, but right. I'd be I'd be surprised that he doesn't. Um, but I mean, he can get around it. He can just change it legally, change his name to Walter if he needed to, right. and then he would be able to call himself Walter again. Um, that's that's the I, other. I also thing. noticed like a lot of WWE like people who go from NXT to the main roster, like Io Shirai is now Io Sky. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, they tend to change their names when they do get called up from NXT to the main roster. So 
Yeah, and um, the reason being is Io Shirai's real name is Io Shirai. Uh, so, um, and they they can't own it, so that's why they right. branded her as Io Sky. Because if she leaves, then you know they can keep making. You can be part of the alumni. They'll right. pay her royalties, but they can continue to build, make merchandise of it, right? So, right, and that's yeah. I feel like that money exactly, and I feel like yeah. A few years ago, I think it was Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. who they tried to like they gave her a cease and desist for using the name Chelsea Green in 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 on the indies, and she was like, "You're gonna sue me for not being able to use my own name." And I think that might have been the catalyst for them to be like, okay, they can't use their own names anymore. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. But anyway, um, back to Gunther slash Walter. Impressive performance. Yes, I'm really happy. There's very, like, I mean, I I can't watch WWE. There's not enough wrestling for the amount of TV there is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's way too long and there's not an... We'll get to this after, actually. Uh, remind me uh, to, to make sure that I get this point across, but this is more so related to something else that we're going to talk about related to the Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to like watching WWE TV, like SmackDown or Raw, I'm more likely to watch SmackDown than Raw. Um, when I see, like, you know, there's very few people where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this now. And, and Gunther's definitely one of those people. Like, Gunther has a match, I'm, I'm in it. Like, I'm watching it. So seeing him get the honor of of having that record-breaking stretch in the Royal Rumble, it really made me happy for him. Now no, a lot of I, people I, are speculating. I, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I completely agree. It was a, it was an amazing feat. It was good to see. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's it, like you said, he got the honor. He, you know, people belie- right. are believing in him. You're going to see him become a main event. Uh, you know, upper cards very, very soon. Like, you know, it's going to yeah, be I him. You, you're going to see him and Brock Lesnar touch. It's going to so happen. That was, that was what I was about to ask. Um, so a lot of people are speculating because Brock Lesnar and um, Gunther apparently had a moment during the, the rumble where they kind of eyed each other and, and looked each other down. A lot of people are like Brock versus Gunther at WrestleMania. Now, yeah. do you think Brock should put over Gunther? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Brock's, Brock's at the... <laughs> All Brock's right, we're one the, for one in agreement. No, two for two, because we both agreed that Gunther getting uh, getting to have a record-breaking run. And we're going to count... I'm going to count these. So two agreements. Yeah, two agreements. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> so, yeah I, I, yeah, I agree. Brock should put him over. I think that would be um, really cool. I think Gunther deserves it. You were going to say? Well, Brock's getting up there. Brock Brock has diminishing yeah. returns. Like, he's he's, right. you know almost 50 uh eventually he's going to have to just stop taking these the the risks and whatnot uh, of wrestling and you know it would be good if uh you know he decides to finally pass pass the torch to another monster or big man right like you know that's that's kind of what i'm hoping for but same here (laughs) probably not gonna happen (laughs) yeah i mean i like if Vince was still in charge, it, yeah, there's no way. Don't get your hopes up. But I feel like Triple H. Um, I like again. We'll we'll touch on this again a little bit later. But like, um, you know, his booking isn't perfect. But he seems to know. He doesn't seem to fight against the idea of giving the people what they want. And I no. feel like right now, like everybody's high on Gunther, especially after that Royal Rumble. Like that got every like every person online 
that I came across. Like, not a single person said, no, it should have been somebody else. Like, everybody was like, good for him. I'm so happy to see him, you know, getting a push and seeing that, you know, the, the management and creative is behind him and everything. Like, um, I feel like it's not impossible. We shouldn't get our hopes up, of course. <laughs> but I think I think it's more possible now, this year, than it, it would have ever been, you know, in the years past. So Oh, I completely we'll agree. Completely agree with that. It's yeah. like we shouldn't get our hopes up at all because, as we know, card subject to change. Change, um, right. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's the WWE uh, b- uh, blanket statement to get out of any match that may have been promised or hinted at. Oh, right. Current subsects to change. Um, so, yes, Gunter was great. I love the fact that Rhea got to go coast to coast and win yeah. in the Women's Rumble. Um, I thought it was fun, too, that number one and two came in. It was Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. They were fighting. And then as the women came in, mm-hmm. the women got eliminated. Again, aforementioned Chelsea Green shows up, her big return to WWE, only to get eliminated immediately. Um, I love that Michael Cole, I think it was, was like, oh man, she's already out. I didn't even get a chance to make fun of her husband. I thought that was really funny. It made me laugh. Um, and like, yeah, at the end, once every, all the women were eliminated, it was back down to the number one and number two. And of course you got to give, give it to Rhea cause she's the best. So, um, one question like, for you. I like though. my spooky girls. I like my spooky girls. Right. Um, so I have a question for you. She on Raw then said she was going after Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. while everybody was expecting her to go after Bianca Belair. What do you think of that? What do you think of that swerve? And what do you think that means for Judgment Day? Are they moving to SmackDown? Um, I'm going to go with they're moving to SmackDown, but this is this is why this is happening. This is just my fantasy booking, but I think this okay. is what's going to happen. So night one is going to be Rhea versus Charlotte. Right? Okay. What happens is is Rhea beats Charlotte. Charlotte drops the title to Rhea. Right. Night two, the championship match between whoever's the the champion. Like it's going to be Bianca versus whoever Everybody wins the elimination. Wants Asuka. Yeah, everyone wants Oscar. But what's going to happen is is it's going to be a three way. Charlotte's going to invade and put herself in the match somehow. Ugh. And then Charlotte. And then going Charlotte's going to get the belt. Yeah, Charlotte's going to win the belt and stay on Raw. Yeah, so because they want to, they're going to want to do the man versus Charlotte at the next ah. WrestleMania because they never got that. It was always Ronda. Ronda was in there, so yeah. Or Charlotte and Becky at SummerSlam. Yeah, exactly. Or another like a big one-off where you know then they put the belt back on the man, right. and Bob's your uncle, and they get to print money right. again because you know yeah. I hate saying it, but like Charlotte right now is not popular. Like she's not no. like people, people, when she won the belt, people didn't care. Nobody cared. <laughs> no one's everyone's like, yeah. Really? Oh no. If it, anything, people like, were pissed. Yeah. It's like lol. <laughs> Charlotte wins again. And it's like, Oh, exactly. Been gone for almost a year. Walks in and takes out the, the champ in like right. 25 seconds or whatever. Right. Foolish. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was a bad, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth, mouth when it came to that. It was just, I laughed yeah. so hard. It was funny because I was actually watching SmackDown when that was happening. Uh, I was pretty elevated and watching SmackDown. I see Ronda. It was Ronda Rousey and uh, Raquel Gonzalez, right? Yep. Gonzalez loses. 
and then Ronda come or not Ronda. The match they looked great at the end though when uh when they were on the turnbuckle or when they were on the top row in the corner and mm-hmm. um uh, Ronda put her in, put Raquel in some sort of armbar and they collapsed together on the mat. That looked really cool. Like match wasn't the best, but the ending was pretty solid. I was like, oh, that's actually that turned around for a Ronda match. Like not too bad. And then Charlotte showed up and I started laughing and then um she challenged her immediately and i was like oh my god is this gonna happen and it happened and i laughed so hard and mm-hmm. i immediately went on reddit because i knew everybody was gonna be oh, pissed it blew and off. they were <laughs> yeah yeah they, they were yeah if if charlotte wins we riot and boy did they ever on reddit oh, oh my yeah. god yeah, no, uh, that was pretty funny. So you think they're really going to do that? Do you, you think they're going to... See, my concern is that they're going to they're gonna tease the idea of Rhea Ripley going to SmackDown. And I'd be okay with Rhea Ripley going to SmackDown because Raw has all the, the, the women wrestlers that I like. So I'd like to see some of them move over to SmackDown, especially, like I said earlier, I'm more likely to watch SmackDown than Raw. Um, so here's my question because I can't remember. I, I was thinking that Charlotte wasn't gonna drop. I I feel like I feel like they're gonna blow their chance at really pushing Rhea. So I I can't I see know. them not pushing Rhea. I agree. She's she's doing so good right now. And Judgment Day, like it, they're they're fun to they're relative relatively speaking they're fun to watch for WWE. So yeah, why would you? Why would you neuter them now? If anything, you should be like making them even more credible of a threat. So here's the here's the problem with the WWE's women's landscape. Okay. The 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 problem is is they don't have anything they only have one title to fight for. Right. They need mm-hmm. another title. They need no, another they have, title. They they have the Raw and then they have the SmackDown and then they have one tag team belt. Which is on uh, damage control, KTRL or control or whatever, and I don't see them fighting that. Like I never hear anything about any tag team matches. Well, so, that's yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, if if you give them like a the women's equivalent of like the intercontinental belt or something. Or, yeah, like they need something. It's like the yeah. because you you have like here's the thing: the WWE uh, women's division is nothing to like 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 saw at or anything like yeah. it's, it's great wrestlers the problem is is we can only keep we can only put like titles on so many because we only we right. only have the four the three titles to work with the the, the two uh, women's championships and the tag team championship and you have a right. roster that is like okay you have natty snook uh um uh, uh what's her so name Ch- chelsea green oscar yeah. you know nikki cross uh Candice LeRae, Raquel right. Gonzalez, Rhea, Emma. Charlotte, Emma. Like that, you have a lot of great talent, yeah. and you could have a lot of really interesting matches if you had something else to fight for in the women's division. Right. And it's just not there. And the problem yeah. is, is like they're not making a, a women's like they're they're not creating a tag team division. They're just putting right. their Frankensteining teams. Like that needs to stop. Right. Get a women's get a, go out and find a woman's tag team out on the indies hire them right. let them come in and run rough shot and be like none of you girls have the 
the the ability to tag because right. you guys are just being thrown together. We've you know we've lived this for We're, 10, 15 yeah, years, exactly. like the FTR version in of uh, of women. Like you need to find that group, whether it could be the Hex from NWA right. or right. it could be like uh, oh god, it could be like uh, Lex and whoever she used to partner with, Lex the Impaler, and I can't remember her. Oh, she was Max the yeah, Max yeah. the Impaler and uh Well, you can't have Max the Impaler in WWE now when you have what was it? Uh Valhalla? Novax the Imposter or what was the the new the Sarah Logan's version. Yeah, her it's she, she's Impaler. called Valhalla. That's her okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, she's I, uh she's it's, not not good. it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not a good. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I I like I was saying earlier about Triple H, like the booking is better since he took over from Vince. However, there's still a lot of issues, and one of them is the women. It feels like the women are kind of aimless, and yeah. he's only interested in a handful of women, which, mm -hmm. you know, we, we see the same thing happening in AEW, but we can touch on that when we, we move on to AEW. But, um, but yeah, I feel like, like as much as people are saying, like, Triple H's booking is so much better than Vince's, like, yeah, but he still has problems, and one of them, I, I agree with you, it's the women. They're not being... Um, they're not being showcased as well as they should, and they, I, they have arguably, in my opinion, the the best, the best women the best women wrestlers in North American promotions. Like I think the top five are all in WWE. You've got you've got Bianca, you've got Rhea, you've got Becky, you've got Asuka, and Bailey. Uh, yeah, Bailey. Well, Bailey, Bailey's fun for character in the ring. She's I, I was really excited to finally see her in the ring as I started watching after she got injured. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, she hasn't been as impressive as like, you know, uh, expecting her because she's one for the four horsewomen, right? Mm -hmm. So I was expecting her to be like Becky and like, you know, Sasha Banks kind of caliber wrestler. And she's not as exciting. Her character work is amazing. She's great as like, oh, you know, being obnoxious and she really leans into it and it's fun to, to, to see her on screen, but her wrestling, I would say there's better female wrestlers in the company than her. Although one is escaping me right now. Maybe I'm just so used to seeing Sasha and she's not there anymore. So I guess well, yeah. Her, like, like, oh, the funny no, thing Eo, is, is Eo Sky. I think Eo yeah. Sky of the three in damage control, Eo Sky is the best wrestler of the three, in my opinion. Yeah, poor uh what's her name? Uh Dakota Kai. The, Dakota Kai. Yeah. She's easy I, I was gonna use her I was gonna use her any name, Coda. I am Kota yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever her yeah, but uh, yeah, like I feel bad for her because she has she has a great pedigree in the ring. She's really good. Right. The problem is is the some of the people that are wrestling with her, I don't think get her style of wrestling because right. it's all about she just goes at you. It's constant. It's frenetic. It's like right. And some of these guys just can't. Some of the 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 women she wrestles just can't hang with that pace. Right. So it's kind of it's kind of a shame because like if she got if she got to you know feud with uh, EO or if she got to feud right. with Asuka or you know it it, right. it would work because she kind of has that Joshi style that hard style right. Smash Mouth. She's uh, from the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I noticed that UK wrestlers tend to be like tend to have that. Um, the influence tends to be even between American and Japanese style wrestling. I was I was a little disappointed with the women's rumble because there's a lot of NXT call ups that right. should have happened. Like that, it was great that they put Roxy in there, the champ. That's cool. Yeah, 
I was actually going to ask you about that. Yeah, she held her own, and like that's yeah. you know I think Booker T trained her. Is that is that right? I think so. Um, I don't know about that, but I do know that she was the ROH Women's Champion uh, yep. before the final battle that before Tony Khan bought ROH. So that final battle, she had to drop the belt because she had been called up to NXT, mm-hmm. um, and she dropped the belt to Deanna Perazzo. But like, she's she's incredibly young and she's better she's like a better worker than a lot of the women um in uh, wwe a lot of the women just in american wrestling right now in general like she's like it's almost like she's a what's the word i'm looking for a prodigy because yeah what's exactly that was the word that's <laughs> yeah. the word i was thinking of like yeah she's almost like a prodigy as far as wrestling goes so um, yeah, I was really happy to see her come out. And I was also happy to see Indy Hartwell because she, she's been in NXT forever, it seems like. Is she ever going to get called up to the main roster? Like, no, no. No? No. No. I mean, I would like to see it because, you know, she could be with her on-screen husband again. Right. But, but I mean, like, I, I go don't back see to it. her mom and dad, too. And her brother. They're yeah. all on the main roster except for her. Yep. The way is not the way quite yet. No. Anyway, oh, but, but but I was disappointed because I would I wanted to see Blair Davenport. Okay. That's who I wanted to see because she rests, you know, she used to be tight with Will Ospreay. Oh, okay. They used to be boyfriend and girlfriend. They dated for a while. She trained with him. So she has that smash mouth style of right. wrestling because she was in New Japan. She has that okay. heart, that strong style. And I'm like, when you know, she goes hard and she just right. – she, she, Beats people up, and that's what right. the division needs. Mind yeah, you, I, I sorry, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you no, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say. I feel like right now too, like Japanese strong style wrestling is what people like best. Like I feel like I, and I don't want to say this has you know be AEW effect or anything like that. I think it probably it has we to do. Um, but I also think another factor is that now that like COVID restrictions and all that are, are kind of winding down or, or being eliminated completely, um, they're able, like wrestlers are able to, to wrestle more freely. And I feel like because there's such this pent up need, not just from like, you know, promoters wanting new people to come over and wrestle for their promotions, but also just wrestlers in general being like, I want to get out. But re- Japanese wrestlers in particular, because they only recently um, can cheers can crowds cheer. So I could imagine a lot of Japanese wrestlers were like, yeah, send me to AEW or send me to Impact or send me to mm-hmm. somewhere in the States where we can hear the crowds cheering. So I feel like Japanese-style wrestling is really having its moment. So I would think that WWE would want to maybe capitalize on that if they had any interest. But that's the thing, though. Do they have any interest in being like a wrestling promotion, though? Because I feel like the that's to back to go back to Dakota Kai what you were saying, um, because I can, I see what you're saying and I feel like it's because she maybe struggles to adapt to the style of wrestling that WWE tends to kind of force its wrestlers to do. Like very yeah. few wrestlers get to have their own little special something. Like I'm happy that Gunther still gets to 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 do his chops. Like, you know, at least they, they let him keep doing that. But, like, I feel like some wrestlers have a harder time adapting to the, like, slower pace and, dare I say, more boring style of wrestling that WWE wants its um, sports entertainers to, to do. No? 
Is that possible? Uh, no, I completely concur. WWE <laughs> style of wrestling is is uh, you know uh, uh, struggle, struggle, back and forth. Oh, you get right. the win. Oh, the the hot comeback. Right. Oh, shenanigans or right. surprise pinfall or like right. there was never really a definitive win anymore on WWE, and that's what right. bothers me. Whereas you yeah. know like. Like when you go and look at AEW, you watch it, and like you, when the schmoz happens, the schmoz makes sense. Right. You're kind of like, okay, they're trying to you're, they're trying to say something, or you know, like with uh, you know, like uh, with uh, uh, Tashka or what's his name? He Takeshita. fought uh, Brian Cage. Takeshita. Takeshita. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, he fought Brian Cage and won, and that was huge. And right, because that was his great. first. I think that was the first time he's won his match on TV. He's won matches he on Dark, but I don't won, think he's he ever won his won first, on TV. No, he won his first match on Rampage, but it's Rampage. No one, no one remembers. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, so I guess his first match on Dynamite then. <laughs> yeah, first first on Dynamite. But, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, nice to see. But we're jumping around here. Let's get back to the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, Finish yeah. Finish off okay. with the Rumble. So the Rumble. Okay so, okay, so there's three things I specifically want to mention or I want to discuss with you. So the first one, let's go back to the Men's Rumble. We mm-hmm. talked a lot about Gunther, like, oh, yeah, he was the first one in. He was the last person to get eliminated. Well, uh-huh. The person who eliminated him was the number 30 entrance, and it was one uh, Codeworth Rhodes back Codeworth. with with the, the Homelander gear and the terrible neck tattoo. Um, came back to a, a huge pop. Crowd's happy to see Cody. Cody gets in the ring. Goes at it for a bit between uh, between uh, people. Um, he and uh, Seth Rollins, if I'm not mistaken, they were kind of teaming up together until Logan Paul came back out of nowhere and eliminated Seth Rollins. And then we had Cody versus Gunther. And, uh, and then Cody eliminated Gunther. And Cody is now uh, on his way to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I hate it. Hate it. You hate it. Okay, hate why it. do you hate it? Okay, so as we know what's that what happened at the Rumble. Like right. it's great that he came back and won the Rumble. Awesome. Right. But in all seriousness, that sh- that never should have happened. They should have they should have held off and let let Sammy be in the Rumble and win the Rumble and then what happened at the end of the Rumble would have made so much more money for them. Oh, the money they would be printing with the, that match about to happen at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, Sammy okay. versus Roman Reigns. Oh, dear Lord, because that's what everybody wants. Everyone wants that match. Nobody yes. wants Cody. Nobody wants <laughs> Cody Rhodes in the in the uh, in WrestleMania right now. They want Sammy versus Reigns, right. so Sammy can take the title and be a placeholder. Like, let him take the title. That's fine. Let him only hold it for a month. Doesn't matter. He won the belt. Let him have his moment. Let him have his WrestleMania moment. And then, you know, Cody can come squash him at, you know, SummerSlam or, you know, uh, Backlash or whatever the fuck it is. The the pay-per-view is after Mania. Okay. So if your thoughts on Cody are because of uh, what happened in the final match, then if there's nothing to add about Cody's return, then we can go straight to that because... Uh, I was going to, so I mentioned earlier, I'm going to bring this up again and now I, I'm going to make that point finally. 
So I feel like there's been sort of this weird devil's bargain maybe with WWE where they were asked, you can have like decent uh, feuds and stories kind of going along every, um, every person on your roster. Or you could have the best storyline in, dare I say, not even beyond the world of wrestling. Like the best storyline as far as like serialized like storytelling in television period beyond wrestling. You could have the best story, but everything else is going to be like dog shit. And WWE said, yeah, we want the best story ever. Because that Bloodline story is the best thing going on in in wrestling and like I said dare I say TV in general like it's just so compelling it helps that Sami Zayn is amazing at what he does um but my god that ending like first of all Roman and 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 uh Kevin Owens had a totally decent match like that match was really really good the match itself on its own would have been a highlight of that pay-per-view but everything that happened afterwards was just like this when is WWE. Di- like this is like of all of all wrestling promotions that I watch. This is happening on this one. Like it was amazing. And especially when you know like I didn't realize this until Reddit told me the next day, but like Roman got a chair shot from Seth when the shield started falling falling apart, right? And when Seth chair shot at Roman, the crowd was like, no, no. And then now we have Sammy doing a chair shot again. But the crowd, my God, they were so happy to see it. Like, it was just it, it, the crowd. Everything that happened, like, that was just, wasn't that not, like, 11 out of 10 as far as, like, wrestling storytelling? Well, the whole buildup, right? It's like yeah. they're, destro- they're destroying his best friend. In right. front of him, and he has to he has to agree with it, and he's like, "Okay, that's cool. All right, maybe maybe we're done. Okay, yeah, yeah. You've kicked. Oh, we're on eleven kicks now. Okay, twelve kicks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, now we're now we're handcuffing him. And, yeah. Oh, we're kicking him again and again, and then chair shots. Yeah, chair like, shots. Oh. And then all of a sudden, it's oh, now I want you to do it. You have to do it. Right. If you want to stay with me, you have to basically kill your friend in front of me. Make right. that sacrifice, you know, and Roman's screaming at him, you know, like, he doesn't care about you. I love you. Screaming yeah, at yeah, him. Yeah. And it, like, you're just like, holy shit, this is so good. And then, you know, Roman, it was kind of, you know, like he'd hold the chair and he'd stand behind Roman. The crowd's like, oh, yeah, and then Roman turned around and started yeah, yelling yeah. at him again. And like, <laughs> and then Sammy was like, look, the face he was making, like, do I do it? Oh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then when it happened, the crowd just goes bananas yeah and then it was satisfying it was like yeah that's right sammy like yeah. it was great yeah and then and then roman sells it like yeah it was a chair shot but it didn't really hurt him he's just like he hit me with the fucking chair yeah <laughs> like, like can it was you believe it yeah, yeah nobody does that to me are you fucking kidding me like and then jay is is in the corner and he's like he doesn't know what to do because he's like you're right. my brother and then all of a sudden then jay and jimmy are yelling at each other i'm your brother what are you gonna do kill him and he just stands there and then samoa or yeah solo and solo sequoia yeah yeah solo and and uh jimmy just start beating the piss out of uh right of uh sammy and then he's laid out in the ring and then all of a sudden you know they're like 
come on, Jay, you got to do this. And then Jay yeah. walks off like, I'm out. And I'm like, oh, oh what's yeah. happening? Is it going to be Sami Zayn and, and Jay versus the bloodline? So like, can so I tell there. you what, can I tell you what I think of me happen? Absolutely. Put that fantasy booker hat on. Okay. So I feel like we're going to see Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania. I like it's going to happen, but it's going to be woven into this story. So the next premium live event is the Elimination Chamber, and it's in Montreal, mm-hmm. which is where uh, one Sami Zayn, that's his hometown. Mm-hmm. So I suspect that we may see Roman versus Sami there, and Sami gets beaten, and then KO and Sami team up. And I think WrestleMania night one, we see KO versus the Usos. And now let's not forget the whole Jimmy, or sorry, the whole Jay Uso, I'm told. That story started like Jay was the one that was being bullied. He was the Sammy. He was the Sammy. He was the Sammy until Sammy showed up. And then Sam, I think what happened and why Jay was like, I can't do this. Why? And Sammy's my brother kind of situation is because he saw the way Sammy was being treated. And he was like, that's how I was treated. And he never had the guts to stand up to Roman, and he saw Sammy stand up to Roman. And now he's conflicted because he thinks the right thing to do was to stand up to Roman because he's wanted to do it and just didn't have the courage to do it. So I suspect night one we see the Usos versus KO and Sammy, and Jay can't bring himself to beat Sammy. And that causes turmoil in the backstage with Roman, like, Jay, what the fuck's your problem? And then night two, Roman is is overwhelmed by his family coming apart. So we heard him say that to me, right? You destroyed my family. You ruined, you ruined my family when he saw Jay leave the ring. So Roman is distraught that he's lost control. One of his underlings and his, one of his legit family members betrayed him. And so because he's so um, distracted by what's going on, as far as the bloodline goes, Cody's manages to get the belts off of him. And then it's Roman, like, blood feud against Sammy for ruining everything and taking everything away from him. That's what I, what I hope happens. We'll see. What do you think of my fantasy booking? It's, it's, hey, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a different look for sure. Um. I, it, that's not going to happen. I don't think. <laughs> I, I, I hate saying it to you like that, right. but like, I'm like, that's no way they're going to make Cody so over because like right. right now, like Sammy's not even an afterthought right now. They don't even, they don't even care that it's like, they're going to like, I guess something's supposed to happen tonight. Well, yeah, so, it's SmackDown tonight. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. SmackDown's on right now. I've lost track of what day of the week is what now. So, yeah. And I actually wanted to watch SmackDown tonight because I wanted to see what was going to happen. But whatever. I'll watch the highlights later. It's all good. Well, uh, that's essentially as soon as we get off, I'm going to go downstairs and watch watch the highlights. Turn on the old YouTube and watch the the Fightful stream and see what they say. Um, So, yeah. um, Do you think they drop the ball or do you think they have it planned out well? Like, Uh, like this is some, like, hangman – you know, leaving his like toxic friend group and then finding a group of friends that like back him up unconditionally 
and he finds his confidence and then manages to to get the belt off of one of his toxic friends to become like world champion like that that long-term storyline was amazing right it was it was years in the making it was very satisfying to see its conclusion like this is at that level if not maybe better do you think they dropped the ball now do you think they have it planned out do you think they're just going you know by the uh, seat of their pants like what do you think do you think this I is all a fluke I think, well, it, I mean, it was. It, it wasn't even supposed to last. Like, right. If you've, if you've uh, watched any of the, the interviews, Sammy's like, you yeah. know, I was ready to pull the plug. He goes, no, it wasn't working. And then all of a sudden, that night in Montreal, that's right. when it all happened. It all clicked. And then, you know, it steamrolled and it, people just fell in love with it. And they, like, the thing is, is WWE embraced it. And they yeah. were like, this has to be, this is the best thing we got. We're going to let's put be, everything let's into it. Let's be real here. Triple H embraced it. Because if Vince yep. was in charge, none of this would be happening right now. That's correct. Yeah, because Vince hated Sammy. Um, yeah. Did you hear <laughs> the story of how they turned Sammy heel like a few years ago? They're like, Sammy, you're becoming a heel. And he asked Vince, he was like, well, how do I do that? And Vince said, just be yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, Sammy, <laughs> I get it. He seems like he's intense and irritating and he won't shut up. Um, well, that's basically you know, how Kevin Owens describes him. He's like, he doesn't right. fucking stop. <laughs> right. And I guess maybe I feel this. I, I'm like, I see myself in that. So that's why I root for him. I don't know. And he's also French Canadian, I think, you know, but uh, and he's also just like his face. Like you, you have to give it to him. Like, if he wasn't so expressive, if he wasn't so good at, like, conveying emotion like he does, like, I don't think it works. Like, he, everybody was rooting for him, and he didn't need to say anything. All he needed to do is, like, look like he was getting his hopes up about Roman, you know, throwing him a bone. And that was enough for the crowd to be like, yeah, Sammy, we want that for you. Like, it's just, it's, it's, I'm just so happy to see him actually it's, be able to be a part of something so awesome. He has that endearing quality. Yeah. Even as a bad guy, you still kind of like, it's Sammy. Yeah. You know, and it just doesn't like, hurt that he was El Generico. El Generico <laughs> is arguably like the best indie wrestler of like the 21st century. So he was the, the, the golden child of ROH for a long time. Right. Cause he's awesome um well so there's one thing that i wanted i wanted your thoughts on mm -hmm. i can't wait i think you know what i'm gonna ask you mm -hmm. um so uh one of the lowlights unfortunately of the royal rumble <laughs> premium live event was yeah. the uh mountain dew pitch black match between one bray wyatt and um la knight mm -hmm. so this is kind of a funny story um Swamp Ninja and I listened to a podcast, I would say quasi-religiously, called Knowledge Fight. Basically, the, the gist of the podcast is they listen to no, uh, Alex Jones, so we don't, the, the audience doesn't have to. And because it's Alex Jones and it can be really kind of um, a lot to take in because there's just a lot of, of grossness when surrounding Alex Jones, the beginning of every episode, they have a bright spot. So they start the episode by saying, like, what's your bright spot? And the, the hosts they're bright spots the opposite of what we do in this podcast where we start the podcast by going on a super downer uh road and then talk the fun stuff they do the opposite they start on a bright note bummers after so mm -hmm. 
before the Royal Rumble, they asked uh, one of the hosts said his bright spot was looking forward to the Royal Rumble because he wanted to know what was going to happen with Uncle Howdy. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, part of me was like, oh, I want to see what happens to Uncle Howdy. And part of me was also like, I can't wait to hear what Dan has to say about this on Knowledge Fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, Dan was like, yep, I, I'm done. I don't need to watch wrestling anymore. I'm done. So are you, do you still have hope for, for Bray Wyatt and, and his, his stories? Or is it, no, man, sorry. There's no saving this. If well, there is no. saving it, how do you save it? Like, what are oh. your thoughts? First of all, thoughts on the match. Second <sighs> of all, where do they go from here? Okay, so as we all know, the match made no sense. It was just to basically a match that was in your LED black light right. match. And don't right. get me wrong, it was a cool visual. Like, it was right. like to, to wrestle, like... You know, LA Knight popping the the green neon like the right. Mountain Dew color, which was awesome. So like it looked, it was a cool visual. I understand what they were trying to go. Then you know the they panned to Bray and he's got that all that fucking black light paint on and it looked cool. Right. It looked cool. It looked interesting. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go with it. He likes to wear paint. That's fine. Like I've right. I've liked other wrestlers like Finn Balor used to paint. When right. he was like uh, Prince Devith in, in New Japan, he came in with all right. the crazy paint and stuff. I was all for it. So I'm like, I, I can get behind it. And then the match happened and it was like, okay, you kind of knew what it was going to be. You kind of figured it was going right. to be some sort of squash. And right. it was going to be like, uh, kind of like a horror movie, like LA Knight right. just running away. That's fine. Right. Okay, I get behind it. Um, I don't understand why the the big fucking green blue yellow confetti blew up like why was that there there was no reason for it other than to be an effect but it wasn't cool it looked very lame it's like yeah so they landed on a mat like that's what it looked like Mm -hmm. it's like oh we had a mat stuffed with this for this effect it looked horrible it was just confetti made no sense why is it there um the fact that you know bray had the mountain dew uh logo in his paint hidden there was kind of like eh, that's kind of weird yeah. like, that's, that, that's kind of had the logo it should have been la night not bray wyatt right but like he did he his la night was written in the mountain dew font oh, oh yeah so it's like okay they're branding and then the ending happened where you know like he he all of a sudden grew a mask on his face because he just had make on and then now all of a sudden he's wearing a mask and this mask right. it looked like something out of a like i don't know uh like i don't want to say gimp mask but it kind of looked like a gimp mask right um because they it had no mouth like it was like you know he had no mouth in the mask right like i don't know if it was going for like a mad max like dystopian like apocalyptic warrior type style but like it was kind of lame and then I think the what they were going for was that Uncle Howdy was taking over, so he, his um, his ability to communicate and all that was being taken away from him, and Uncle Howdy was taking over. Right, and then the whole Uncle Howdy reveal at the end, right, Ooh. where you know he Chris Jericho'd it, uh, went, <laughs> you know he he landed on a big old mat, and everyone knew because he missed the target completely, right. And I can yeah, understand did you see it. Like, the angle from the crowd? 
Yeah, like completely missed. Oh, I think his, I think his elbow was... touched, grazed his foot. His elbow grazed Ellie Knight's foot. Oh. Anyway, and then all of a sudden, the the manifestation puppets, the people who dress in the actual puppet right. masks, were at the top, and they were kind of like I don't know if they were supposed to be cackling, but there was no sound. And yeah. then the flames, it just it just didn't read well. Like it just didn't yeah. shoot well. Um, if you like, if they. In all honesty, if they had have made that Mountain Dew blackout match like more of the like more of like the uh, the boner yard, or the right. uh, like the actual fun Firefly Funhouse match like in WrestleMania, right. I think it would have read a lot better and it would have made more sense. They could have done. You a mean lot like more a cinematic match? Like mm -hmm. a cinematic match, like you okay. know cuts and you know that sort of thing, and maybe some you know green get the right angle, get the <laughs> angles, and just you know make sure you hit the target at the end, that sort of thing. Right. Um, but I understand and if you like, don't got the target the first time, like, okay, let's do it another way and get let's the reshoot the right it. Let's reshoot it. Yeah. But like, I know it's a premium live event and things that, you know, it's live TV and I can understand right. like you're, the guys were probably up there getting super excited to, to, you know, do their reveal, uh, you know, the big reveal. And, right. you know, the guy who was in uncle Howdy's mask was probably just amped up and he just, Oh, let's do it. I'm jumping. Boom. Right. And I want to get as much air. And he just, you know, he just, you know, blew his wad a little too quick. That's all, and that's yeah. that's what happens sometimes. You know, the adrenaline just makes you makes you make mistakes. I get it. I understand it. And but like, I have hopes for the gimmick. It, it would okay. make sense. I have hopes for it. They just need to. We need to stop foreshadowing, and we just need to. We need to get all Do the it. characters on the screen. Just let them come out. Like I don't know how you pull it off, but maybe there's like some big. Uh, you know, like a press conference in the ring or something like that. And then the lights right. go out and then the characters just come in, bum rush right. everybody and just leave everyone in waste and just get them on the screen because people just want to know, like the, the whole Alexa bliss thing now has been drug it way too long. And they're talking right. that they're not going to pull the and trigger. It kind of came Mania. out of nowhere too. If you ask me, yeah, it did. she was, it was a face. Like she was Bianca's friend and now they're fighting. What, yeah, what happened? Just, I guess, I mean, I don't watch raw. So maybe, if I watched Raw, I would know, but it was but just it a lot of foreshadowing. Like you know okay. what I mean? Like, like when when she was friends with uh, Bianca, you know, the you would see flashes of old twisted bliss. You oh, know, okay. just yeah, the, like there's always foreshadowing. You're just like, oh well, that's not like she's a face, but she just did something really heelish. Like she was just right. playing that game as slowly turning dark, and now it's just like, just pull the trigger, guys. Like just. Let her yeah, come out and it. let's like have Uncle Howdy walk her to the ring or capture her right. and put a mask on her and turn her evil or however that you're going to do it. But we right. got to pull the trigger. It's getting or it's have getting her or have a like rambling rabbit or one of the one of the characters kind of come out and then, you know, get in Bianca's face or something and then just take off the mask and it's Alexa or something like anything. Just it's yeah, it's just dragging out too long. Like it's the being white rabbit shit. Long and yeah, it's just it's it's if 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 they know what they were doing and it's like, Bray, it's not working. Let's figure something out. Like yeah, they need to pivot or something. Yeah, like something needs something needs to happen. It needs to change a little bit. But yeah, so yeah, I was super disappointed. I yeah. watched it and I just kind of went like, oh, Aww. they just really dropped the ball. <laughs> but right. I, I I have hopes that by WrestleMania we may have a clearer picture or at least a couple weeks before WrestleMania. Right. Just so we can, you know, get a get a decent match out of Bray. Because, like, don't get me wrong, right. Bray's a great wrestler in the ring. Like, right. he, he he wrestles as a big man. Like he, you know, he's, he's and when Taker came man. out and and gave him the little nod and said something to him in the ring, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like it, they're everyone's saying, like, take her past the torch to him. It's like you have to right. be the next phenom. Like right. you gotta be the big bad. I used to be yeah. the big bad. You have to be the big bad now. So yeah. I'm kind of hoping that that's what happens. Like the 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 Wyatt Six become the big bad thing. Like they become the new bloodline thing. Right. You know, and, and run rough shot and take all the belts. Cause like they have a mixture, which is interesting, right? They have men and women. Um right. you know. Bray could like, or Uncle Howdy could be the champ. Bray could be the Intercontinental champ. The right. other two, uh, like Huskus and Mercy, could be team champs. Right. And if they have another, like they're talking about one of them, uh, like uh, you know, uh, Alexa's Ramblin' Rabbit. Who's Emma the Witch? It could be Nikki right. Cross. It could be right. it could be somebody else. And they they could be the women's tag team champion. They have all the belts, and it's just. Right. Oh, it would be Oppa. Like that's that's what I would hope would happen. We know it's not going to happen. Right. But it'd be fantastic if it did. Right. Well, uh, so let's use this conversation uh, to transition to AEW, and yep. uh, we're gonna go to the because uh, there's another thing that happened um, in AEW. Where I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what Chris thinks about there. Sorry, Turbo thinks about this. And it's kind of adjacent because this was another gimmick that uh, you being this the spooky spooky boy um, person, um, a gimmick that was like, what's happening with this? They have to they have to do something. They have to fix it. It's it's getting kind of convoluted, and it seems like they did a reset, and it might be really interesting now. And that's House of Black. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, did you see that promo with Eddie Kingston basically saying, like, Ortiz, like, screw you, you, you suck, you're the worst? And then him saying about coming home to the House of Black or something to that effect. Do you think Eddie Kingston is going to be a disciple of the House of Black? What do you think? Yeah. 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 Oh, are I you, can't wait. What are your thoughts I am about so, that? I'm so happy if this happens because right. Eddie Kingston needs something. Yeah. Like he needs, he needs something to sink his teeth into. And yeah. I think putting him with Malachi and doing the whole darkness thing. Cause like Malachi can map it out and Eddie can promo like a madman. Right. And yeah. if he has something that he can sink his teeth into, cause like, you know, like when you really think about it, think about like the whole aesthetic of house of black, you have Brody right. King, buddy yeah. Matthews, Malachi Black, right? You have, and they kind of represent like, you know, these, these gods of wrestling, like the, the Lords right. of the Black Throne and Buddy's the machine right. wrestler. Right. They need, you have to have someone who's just absolutely psychotic. Why not the Mad King, Eddie Kingston? Right. I just think it, yeah, no. I think it fits so well. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm okay. I, I was kind of nervous about House of Black. And I, I so this is, you know, the benefit of hindsight. And this is what I think. And let me know what if you think I, I'm onto something here or if I'm wrong. So I think what happened with the House of Black is you have this idea. Oh, yeah, we're this house. We we corrupt and we we, we have disciples, whatever. It's it's cult like it's a black black mass kind of situation here. Dark arts, you know, the the whole shebang. So what ended up happening, though, is that instead of really planning it out or asking people like, hey, are you interested in playing along? Um, they were just like, oh, we want a cool match with Miro. So we're going to have you have a match with Miro and then you're going to spray Miro. And then maybe Miro was like, yeah, well, I don't want to be a disciple. Like, what the hell? This is dumb. Because if you think about it, they missed it how many people and how many people played along. 
Julia Hart played along, but Julia Hart apparently asked. She said, I'm sick of being the cheerleader. Wouldn't it be cool if I could like join the, the House of Black? And then somebody told Malachi Black and he went up to her and said, so you're interested in joining our crew? And she's like, yeah, will you have me? And that's how she ended up there. Um, Penta played along. He became Penta Oscuro. Like Pac never played along. Oh, Cody, I guess, played along the beginning too when he first showed up. Um, but like, yeah, Pac never played along. Miro didn't play along. Like how many people got misted? I think Sting didn't play along. Darby Allen, like nobody was playing along with it, right? They were getting misted and then they were just staying themselves. And so it's like, wait, but you were setting up like there was this corruption or this, this vibe was going on here about getting misted, but only like two people or three people actually get affected by it. Like that doesn't make any sense. So I think what was happening is like Tony Khan was booking from a perspective of like, I want to see this person fight that person and not really thinking about the long-term implications of what that does to a gimmick like the House of Black. So yeah. Malachi disappears, Buddy disappears. They come back and they're like, okay, we're starting from scratch here and we're going to go and we're going to find wrestlers that want along with this greater storyline. And they're like, hey, Eddie, do you want to do it? And Eddie's like, cool, let's do it. Like, I feel like we might see something better now. The gimmick might work better because they're not just going to be going after, like, the big names to get the big match. What do you think? I think it's, like you said, like, right now they're getting the dark treatment. They're running rough shots. They're killing everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, to get to get Eddie to join is going to be like a feather in Malachi's hat, and he's going to right. kind of get, like, more cocky, and he's going to start challenging right. more people. So, like, you're going to see them go on to, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, you know, go on to Rampage and challenge, like, you're going to see them rip through maybe, you know, that, uh, what was that tag team that was on, like, everyone turbo something and, God, what was the other guy's name? Oh, the dorks from the other night? That yes, the dorks from the other the night. Shit out of? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to rip through them and then they're going to rip through, you know, like, maybe they rip through the guns and they'll rip through, right. like, uh whoever like bring in a couple local sports teams or sorry, local right. tag teams, let them just run rough shot. Right. And then like, and then all of a sudden, you know, Eddie comes out and then Eddie comes out. However, he, he's going to be presented like all in black and with some bling right. and just like completely psychotic walking with some sort of like a uh, weapon and just beating people up. Like a I gas think canister. Like yeah. Like you let him just come walking down as <laughs> zombie Eddie again and just wanting to light somebody on fire. Yeah. That'd be great. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really curious to see where they go with this. And I hope, like, what they do is they don't kind of, like, rush through different people. I feel like let the Eddie story get told. Like, let that happen over, like, you know, however long. Like, until, I don't know, kind of have him simmer until Revolution. And then at Revolution, that's when he comes out full. Like, yeah, I'm in the House of Black now. And then, you know, uh, layer on top of that. And then on top of that. Like, I feel like... That's the problem with that story is that it had such an interesting premise and I was really excited to see what they were going to do with it. So I'm, I love, I love the occult. Like I, I'm not a Satanist or anything like that. I'm just culturally appropriating, I guess. But um, no, but like that whole aesthetic, I think is super cool. And when, especially when it, it's so easy for it to turn corny very quickly. And I feel like they, they've luckily not, gone that far they've really kept it much more spooky and less you know cheesy um but 
I, yeah, I felt like there, the story was kind of getting aimless. And then it was like, okay, well, what are the rules in this? Like, what is happening? And we had a chance to restart. And now I feel like we could actually tell that story very well. So I'm, and I, I'm really excited that of all people that might help tell that story is Eddie Kingston. Cause first of all, like he's compelling. Um, second of all, the crowd loves him. He's so over. So like, how do they do this? And then third of all, like he's just amazing on the mic. He's all passion. So to see him being all passionate about, you know, a cult like that, I think that would be really cool. So I'm really excited about that. I think they, they are doing better than uh, what Bray Wyatt was doing in, uh, in a WWE, dare I say. Sorry. All right. So while I have the floor to myself, House of Black, Cool Modi, um, let's move on to another part of AEW that I think is quite compelling at this time, is uh, this, this, this feud that is starting up between the AEW Originals versus the WWE um, cast-offs, I guess you could say. Um, of course, I'm going to be rooting for the hometown team. I uh, never thought I would say this, but yeah, I'm, I'm on Team Brit. And um, I'm happy to see Emmy Hater is as over as ever. Her match with Emmy Sakura was very, very entertaining. And um, I am excited to see the bunny um, next week against uh, Jamie Hayter. Uh, now, I also am curious to see who's going to join whose side. And uh, I would like to know, uh, once Turbo's back in action, if he thinks this is heading towards maybe a our annual Blood and Guts, but this year we get the first ladies' Blood and Guts. And uh, I saw somebody online make that suggestion, and now I am like, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be so disappointed. So, um, yeah, so seeing... Um, the ladies do uh, the the blood and guts. That would be pretty cool. Um, I feel like you could have Penelope and the bunny join in on the home crew, homegrown crew, um, and that would be fun because they have already done the deathmatch stuff. And um, the problem: how many? Who else is former WWE? Uh, I don't want to see Ruby Soho join them because I like Ruby and she's a face, so I want to keep her a face. There's so few ladies' faces in W in AEW right now, but uh, so we would have Tony Storm and Soraya. Athena is also former WWE. Ty T or Ty Mello now she was in NXT, so she's technically ex WWE as well. Um, I feel like I may be missing someone. Turbo. Yeah, I just got my mic connected. I do apologize there. Something it's okay. My, Did you uh, hear anything of what I just said? I had uh, I heard about the first uh, like eight eight uh, eight or nine seconds, and then everything went dead. Okay. <laughs> but All I, right. I, did, so I understand that. We will I understand have to edit that just what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, no, no, I completely agree with with the statement that you made previously before my mic died. Okay. Eddie Kingston is basically it, it's going to be a an interesting dichotomy because like Eddie Kingston has some influence over people as well, so he's right. going to be able to bring some maybe more psychotic people with the same views and whatnot into the House of Black, 
Where Maybe he's the be, one uh, who gets the butcher and the blade in on him with them, because he oh, he used to bunny. be in a trio oh, with them. Jesus. And the bunny, Jesus. yeah, 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 that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Then have the bunny and Julia Hart, or maybe you bring in Penelope and uh, Kip Sabian as well. Yeah, because Sabian, he has that gimmick now where he's all like kind of like a Cheshire cat from like uh, right. Alice in Wonderland. Right, and he's they're both heels as well. So, and they both kind of like dress pretty with their makeup and all that. They're pretty uh, emo gothy too, so they could fit in aesthetically as well. Imagine yeah, that like stable. Imagine that stable. That would be pretty. They would look great. That would be really. I mean, I was gonna say, but they're huge. They would be too big. But then you have the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're also massive. So I guess um, yeah. it, it it wouldn't stop them. So yeah, I'm really curious to see how where the House of Black goes from here. I think uh, I think the p- possibilities are uh, are pretty um, interesting. Um, so I had started going on a different train of thought vis-a-vis AEW, and that is what is going on with the ladies right now. We seem so, to have the homegrown talent versus the W, the former WWE ladies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what do you think of that angle? I fucking love it. It's gonna be yeah, so same good. here. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Because why yeah. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do it? It right. makes so much sense. It makes so yeah. much sense that it's like, you know, you don't even go here. You know what I mean? It's like right. high school again. Like, you know, like, oh, it's going to be so good. And like Soraya is an amazing heel. Like she I can, can get that. under your skin. And like when she gets to play heel, that's when you're probably going to get rid of that whole, this is my house bullshit. Let right. her start exploring the, uh, you know, she can use some expletives now. Like she's a, she, she, she has a dirty mouth on her when she wants to. So right. it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And her, you know, and the whole like Ruby not really being with them. Oh, right. it's like, I think there's not really be, like, fitting some... in on either side because well, there's... They, they're the WWE girls, which she technically could go and fit in with. She thinks they're assholes because they beat up on Willow, but then her and Brit have bad blood. So why would she side with Brit? So it's really, yeah, I like that. And I'm just happy that Ruby has a story. <laughs> like, she's she disappeared. I mean, she was injured for a bit there, but leading up to the injury, she had disappeared for a while as well. So I'm happy to see that she's actually getting some TV time finally. So I'm I'm shocked that Ruby's even walking, considering what she's been through. Like she yeah, had double. She had like a shoulder, like both her shoulders and stuff like that, or yeah, she. she... Or... Yeah, she had blown out both her shoulders. Like, her shoulders were, like, basically just Swiss cheese for, like, years. And she just learned how to wrestle with it. Like, there's points in her career where she couldn't lift her arms overhead, but here she was, you know, suplexing people. Right. Like, just fighting through it all the time. And that just tore it up and tore it up instead of, because, you know, she was a poor indie wrestler. She couldn't afford the surgery and whatnot. And, you know, she just wrestled through the pain. And now she's, like, she can you know, move her arms. And then she goes to, you know, they, she gets fired and then she gets rehired at AEW. She comes in with this, uh, this big, huge, you know, pop. And then it kind of whimpered into nothing. And then well, it whimpered into nothing because she lost to Brit. Yeah. And that's and I understand. Thing, like too many people came in and immediately lost to Brit that when Soraya came around, they're like, yeah, we can't do that again. And it made so- no sense. 
Yeah, and the thing is, of all people, like, Soraya shouldn't have been the one to be able to win that first match because she was out of the ring for, like, seven years. But, yeah, I mean, at that point, it would just be, like, it would turn into low Brit wins. So they yeah. had to do that. But, um, but yeah, I feel like that's where they went wrong with Ruby is she came in and then she lost. Like, her big her first big fight, she lost. And so it's like, oh, we're supposed to think that she was a big deal that was going to come help the women the women's division but she just she immediately lost she's not a big deal so yeah i feel like poor ruby lost her momentum when that happened and then it didn't help that at the at the finale of the owen hart tournament root like rancid yeah but rancid came out and played her theme song for her to lose to brit again like you don't have rancid like you have rancid play her theme when she's gonna be the winner no like, it seemed like you set it up, like, oh, Ruby's going to win, Ruby's going to win, and then she loses to Brit again. And it's like, ugh. Like, that's bad booking. And it's like, that's not Ruby's fault. That's Tony Khan's fault. But, like, at the same time, like, it's hard to to see her as this credible, viable, like, top-of-the-card women's wrestler if she keeps losing to Brit, of all people. Like, Yeah. Sorry, the thing, I, I'm the just thing, sore about that because I really like her as a person. Like, I, I have a parasocial relationship with Ruby Soho, so uh, I want to see her do well. So I'm really happy that she's finally got decent storyline to, to like, so we can see her on TV. You know, sorry, go ahead. So what I think is going to happen with this this storyline is you're going to see a lot of flip flopping. You're going to see a lot of people switch sides because it's going to be like high school. Something's going to yeah. happen to somebody who said something to somebody else. And and as much as I hate the fact that it's like kind of going to be like that high school mean girl shit, I kind of live for it. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I kind of am excited to see it. Just because it's it's as, as like a cliche as it is, it's actually a fresh story for AEW. Yeah. Yeah, and so, that's the thing. Like, I remember when all the WWE guys started showing up, people were like fantasy booking this idea of having like AEW originals versus the the all the the WWE cast offs. They never did it, but now it's like, okay, we can do this with the women. We need to find a story for the women. Here's a story. Let's do it. And I'm like, yay! Finally, the women have a story beyond just like, okay, people are fighting with Jay to get the T the TBS belt. People are fighting with brit or tony or jamie or whoever to get the women's belt like the the world championship belt like it's we have a story beyond the belts now which has been lacking for the women in in w in aew for a very long time so sorry i'm very happy about this <laughs> no i can i can tell and that's great because it's a, like it's a, again it's a fresh and great new storyline to take the women's division in right um as so much as somebody, like I said, sorry, go ahead. As much as a cliche it is, it's 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 interesting to see what's going to happen. You're yeah. going to ask me who's going to beat Jade, aren't you? No, actually, I okay. didn't. I Jade's not even on my radar right now. Um, I was going to ask you. Well, I was going to say to you actually is that somebody online suggested that they have blood and guts annually, and this year the blood and guts be. Like, this whole feud with the ladies culminates in a blood and guts match. What do you think of that? Fuck yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. I'm so here. for it. Because, yeah. like, Brit loves to bleed. She's not afraid yeah. to. Hater yeah. loves to hit hard. 
Yeah. And then bring in the else? bunny, bring in Penelope, bring in Ty Conti, Ruby, Ruby at the end of that street fight. She wasn't afraid to bleed. Like yep. she, she looked badass. Um, Willow, Willow's apparently a death match person too now, although that bump she gave Anna J. Oh, poor Anna. I hope she's okay. Um, oh, I hope I like when I saw that, I'm like, she fucking missed the table completely. Yeah. She uncle howdy that bitch. There. She uncle yeah. howdy the bitch. Yeah. They should have put two <laughs> tables there. But I get it. Oh, like I funny. I was watching it happen. I was like, Willow can't see where she's going. Please tell me there's somebody guiding her. Nope. And then she did that. And I was like, oh, poor Anna. <laughs> she just, the funny thing is, is like, you can, I'm watching it. And then I'm, uh, when I saw it happen, I was just like, oh, she just yeeted it, read it, yeeted right over the table. Like, just, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And when Anna hit the ground, you saw it and yeah. you're like, oh, she has uh, no breath in her lungs right now. No. Yeah. She was expecting totally... a little slowdown and that didn't happen. Yeah. And then we did not see either one of them for the rest of the match because if you nope. went back, it was just Ty and, and Ruby in the ring, which is fine because that's the story, right? It started with Ty and Ruby feuding and then Ty breaking Ruby's nose and all that. Twice. So it made sense. That, yeah. So it made sense that that's how the match would end. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, we're not seeing Anna again for a little while, are we? And I don't think we've seen her since. And that could, I mean, for all we know, she's fine. But it's just kayfabe. It's just like, no, that bump looked really sick. So let's let's keep let's her, off, keep TV her off, TV off TV for the next <laughs> for next six weeks or so. Um, but yeah, I feel like it would be really cool or even bring back like what Thunder Rosa comes back from, from, uh, injury and see where she goes. Cause she was T she hates Br her and Brit have like a blood feud. And then her and Tony were, were, uh, were attacked. They were thunderstorm. They were a tag team before she left with injury. So like what happens when T Thunder Rosa comes back? Like. There's just there's so much that could happen if you're doing these faction things, and yeah, it would be fun to see it culminate in like a, in like a, like a steel cage double ring death match, you know. Yep. But yeah. And so then, now, if know, it doesn't it's, happen, it's I'll war be games, but not war games. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I I'm really excited to see where they go with this. Like, I feel like right now AEW's kind of AEW kind of had to recalibrate especially after a brawl out as they call it now because they were like okay we we don't have at the top of our card anymore what do we do and so they've kind of had to like shift stories around see what we can do do this do that and then people like have come out and surprised people like that action and ready and just Takeshita coming back to the crowd being like fuck yeah Takeshita's back like you have all these little pieces that are kind of coming in. And now Tony, I feel, is like finally like, okay, I know what I can do with these stories now. And I, let's hope that, you know, the, the follow through is there. Because sometimes I, I the issue is that the, the feud lasts too long. So, like, here's hoping that won't be uh, the case with some of He needs to work on his pacing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it seems to be, he seems to be getting uh, help from probably some of the, the talent. Like, hey, like. Yeah, I get what you want to do. You want to make them come back and watch, but like you can right. only you can only dangle it in front of them for so long before they'll right. get bored with it and be like, "Fuck you, we want right. it now." Um, right. Uh where like so Jade won her fiftieth match. Yep. She beat Red Velvet. Yep. Um, who who uh, who, who does beats she, Jade? Uh, yeah, who does she lose to? 
Like, cause right um, now there's no one that makes sense. Um, it has to be somebody that they're willing to push and want to make credible. Um, now we have this, this storyline going with the, 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 the AEW originals versus the, um, WWE weight ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to add, like if in that storyline, if you want to create somebody that's going to be, um, you know, do you want to have somebody, one of the WWE girls, let's say, get the TBS belt so that you've got Jamie Hayter on the original sides with the women's belt. And then you have a WWE crew, like people with the TBS belt that could be kind of fun, but like who, who should get it? Like Soraya? I don't think so. No, she hasn't um, earned it yet. She hasn't earned it yet. Yeah, and then for Tony, Tony's been fighting. Tony Storm's been fighting for the the W the the sorry not the W but the the World Championship belt. So for her to go to the TBS belt is kind of like a downgrade. So you can't have her there because they're trying to sell her as like top of the card. Um, so Athena's already lost. So stat like a lot of people want to see Statlander come back and take the belt off Jade, and I I'm one of those people too. Um, somebody made a po- a compelling argument on Reddit this week that I was like I could see that for Willow, just because Willow first of all is incredibly over with the crowd, and Tony seems to want to put the belts on people that are gonna get they're gonna they're gonna get cheered. So putting it on Willow, they're they're definitely gonna cheer for Willow. Um, and, um, she's just one of those people where if, if you book her right, she could be, you know, the next, one of the next big stars. So if you want to pull the trigger on Willow and make her a big deal Mm -hmm. and like show like, yeah, she's somebody we want to get behind the company because she, you know, the crowd loves her. Mm -hmm. She could be a fun person to see beat Jade. But that's the thing. Like at this point, you've built Jade to such a point where if you have her lose, it has to mean something. That person who's taking the belt off of her is somebody that you obviously want to push and get behind because you just basically ruined, not ruined, but you basically stopped like this, this streak that nobody else has able, been able to do in wrestling, right? So. You know what? I have a who, funny who feeling it's going to happen. Impo- what do you think is going to happen? They're gonna let go Jade go a hundred and no. Really? Yeah. I don't I think they so. could. I mean they I, could. I mean, in all honesty, uh like if if you know how Tony Khan likes to kind of try to mimic storylines in other promotions. Right. So the big one of the big storylines in WWE was Asuka was undefeated for like two hundred and twenty seven consecutive days or something. Right. For like the title. It's like right. she was the longest reigning NXT champion or something like that. Okay. So like I could see I could see Tony being like, okay, well we're going to make her the longest reigning champion, right? For at least you know, the next decade. So you know maybe she goes a hundred no before she finally loses, right? So I I could see it happening. Like try to get to that Goldberg number of like one fifty right. you know or whatever, because like that's what was happening in WCW. Right. Mind you, you never knew you never saw you like. Goldberg right. never wrestled a hundred and some fucking yeah. odd matches and never won. Like he he didn't he wrestled a lot of house shows and then when right. he'd show up on television it was like he's twenty and zero and then uh, the next right. week on television he's like he's forty five and zero. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is a, this fictitious number. Whereas like right. Tony has it's it's an actual fifty matches. Um, right. 
which is like you can go back and you can you know and everyone watch all of them and that that's kind of incredible when you think about it right yeah and i could see why you want to do that uh you want to make that that streak going and i can see how jade cargill for like advertising purposes and just branding purposes she you want to put her front and center she looks amazing the problem with jade though is that she is not consistent like I was really excited for Red Velvet and her this week because first of all, yeah, they had their first match together. And I remember seeing Jade's first match. Like I was actually watching AEW when I saw her first match, the match where she tagged with Shaq against Red Velvet and Cody. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing her in the ring at I think Swamp Ninja asked me, like, how is Dynamite? And I was like, I'm in love with Jade Cargill. Like she's amazing. Cause she did a really good job in that first match. She looked awesome. Um, and so it was really fun to see like, oh, her 50th match is the first person, her first opponent. And Red Velvet had a really good match on Dark. And then mm-hmm. uh, Jade Cargill and her, like I would imagine they, they're both Nightmare Factory trained. So they probably have a good chemistry. So I had high hopes for the match. Um, but it, it, it was okay. It wasn't the best. But then like a few weeks ago, she had a match against Sky Blue. I think it was for Battle of the Belts. And, like, where did that come from? Both of them looked friggin' amazing in that match. Did you watch that match? I did, yeah. It was a fantastic yeah. match. Right. And both, it came from both of them, it came out of nowhere. Because Sky Blue has her moments, but she's not the most consistent. She's really slow in the ring. You can tell she's thinking. She kind of hesitates a bit uh, mm-hmm. sometimes. But in that match, both of them looked awesome. So I was just like, oh, yay. So maybe Jade's like, you know, she's she's back on on a she's gonna be you know consistent again. But I don't know. I don't. She, I, she maybe needs to wrestle more consistently. I don't know what's happening with her, but she's not. She she can have a really amazing match that comes out of nowhere, and then the next match is just like, what was that? Like her yeah, squashes are fine but when she needs to be comp- like when she has a, a so like a so-called competitive match like she had with red velvet this week they're not always they're not always great no and again because she's she's still very green she's only been doing it what yeah. two years yeah something like that so like she's growing up in front of us when you think about it so that's that's right. huge pressure but um yeah you can see her thinking it's and that's the thing yeah. it's just she, she doesn't she doesn't have the reps it's not muscle memory yet it's right. like yeah, it takes years and decades. Like it takes time for you to remember, to get used to making these movements. Because you know she right. was big into just she was like what was uh, she was into track? Was it track? Oh, I think she played basketball. Um, I think she was a yeah, yeah she, basketball and tra- track. A, I think it was track. Maybe or yeah, but she, yeah, she was a, a high school and then a college athlete, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, she's she's an athletic person for sure. And like, I mean, that that move, it, I can't believe it was in picture in picture when she picked up red velvet and like carried her over her head and climbed up the steps and then threw her back in the ring. Like, mm-hmm. not anybody can do that. No, like, you got you know, you got to have the real strength to do it. Right. Like even men, some men's wrestlers can't even do that. Like she she did that. That was impressive. You know, she she has the ability like she just has the 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 raw like sort of strength to be able to do these really impressive things. And she looks the way she looks like you can't, you can't teach that. Like she, she just, just looking at her, she 
like a superhero. So like she's got everything. It's just a matter of like, yeah, what you said, like getting her reps in. And once it becomes muscle memory, she she's going to be she she has the potential to be a generational talent. But I just I don't know, maybe that's the thing. If you put her in the indies, that's like, OK, we're going to bring Jade Cargill in this indie. She has to win because we're selling the story that she's undefeated. Like, how many promotions want to be like, yeah, we want to bring in the green girl and have her have like, I don't know, Masha Slamovich or like Ali Catch lose to her, even though like they they're clearly better wrestlers than her. Like, I, I get why it's limiting for her at this point, like trying to to sell this story. But at the same time, like, yeah, she needs to be more consistent, unfortunately. Could you imagine Jade versus Rhea? I I would love to see. I want to see Jade versus Bianca. I can't wait to see Jade versus Chris Statlander. I'd love to see Jade versus Jamie Hayter. Like, do that at a Battle of the Belts. Just for bragging rights, Jamie Hayter versus Jade Cargill. Make it a lights out match or something. Let Jade get a loss that way, but it doesn't count towards her, her, um, her record because it's a lights out match. Like, I would love to see that. Sorry, go ahead. I'm like, what is it about Jamie Hayter? Why do I like Jamie Hayter so much? She's just awesome in the ring. Yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. Like, and just, she, she just doesn't get That like, match with Emmy Sakura, did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That match it was, was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, both of them like are just like, I don't give a what. Like, yeah. it was great. Like, they were just doing their thing. And I was like, and Emmy Sakura, damn, she's good. Damn, yeah. she's good. Yeah, the thing with Emmy Sakura is that on she's all she's like always on Dark Elevation. Like every week, you've got an Emmy Sakura match on Dark Elevation. Was that Lulu with her? Was that Lulu? No, Pencil? it was May Saruga. Ah, oh, I was like, I couldn't remember if it was Lulu or not. I'm like, Eddie must be no. so happy. No, no, it was May Saruga. So Daniel Garcia was very happy. Um, no, um, she sometimes I noticed lately she would have really good matches, and lately I was like, she's kind of phoning it in. It's always the same moves. Doesn't seem as enthused. But then that match with Jamie Hayter, I was like, oh, okay, maybe she was just getting annoyed to not being able to be on TV and now she gets to be on TV. Or maybe because Jamie Hayter's like, I can take it. I fought in Japan. I know I know what you're like. So so <laughs> I can dish it out too, Emmy, Joshi. I, exactly. And so Emmy Sakura was like, Okay, I don't have to worry about hurting you. Let's do it. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that that match brought out the best in both of them, and that was a really fun match. Uh, Jamie Hayter, she's the ace of the women's division, in my opinion. She gets a good match out of everybody, especially lately. Like, she's really been a standout for the... I mean, just in general, in the company, but especially for the women. Just like um, Hayter and, versus Statlander. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm... And I think the other thing with Jamie Hayter is I found out that she's dating Charlie Ramone. And like when I found out that they were dating each other, I was just like, I like them bo- most, both more now. That the fact that they would look at the other, like, it's just, I, I, I feel like they would be a fun couple to hang out with. So, again, parasocial relationships affecting my enjoyment of the wrestling products. But, um, but yeah, I'm just, I, I, yeah, I, there's just something about Jamie. Maybe it's yeah, her theme it's, song. I love her theme song. <laughs> theme song. Da, dee, 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 dee. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I listen to it when I want to get hype up before, like, I do a presentation at work. I'm just like, nice. okay, I need to, like, 
I need to get my energy up. And I just listen to that like, and I just, yeah, it's so good. Anyways, um, any other last uh, minute AEW things that you want to discuss before we, we kind of go back to the bummer, the bummer note here. Um, is there any, any other AEW things that you're enjoying lately? Yeah. Moxley hangman. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, do you think this is heading towards revolution and do you think hangman wins it all? Yep. Or is it is 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 John Moxley going to ultimately be the winner in in this feud? No, I think Mox is going to put Hangman over. I think yeah. I think Matt Mox knows Mox doesn't care. He doesn't need to win. Yeah. It's yeah. Moxley. He just fights. He just wants to right. fight. Um, so putting Hangman over, I think, is going to give Hangman that little bit of edge that he needs. That he's like, right. I can take it from the baddest motherfucker in AEW. Right. Let me go. And maybe him and Adam Cole finally go at it again to see who's the better Adam. Um, so I'm going to say, so we're going to have a disagreement here. Oh my God. I can't wait to yep. tell Swamp Ninja. Um, so I really hope that Adam Cole being back is in this seemingly face turn. I hope it stays. And I've been saying you, you on the podcast, I've been saying this for a long time. Adam Cole needs to be a face sick of the heel gimmick it's always the same thing he always you know punches them in the in the dick and that's how he wins it was getting on my nerves i hated it and now he shows up and he's a baby face i'm i'm all for it please just let adam cole be a baby face let us cheer for him let us see him kind of wrestle differently because he's not a heel like uh, i'm all for um adam cole babyface run when he's ready to get back in the ring what did you think of that promo it's a good it's promo his, i'm back promo it was, it was a solid promo yeah like it, it wasn't was a like, great space promo yeah it was a great face AW promo. struggles with those that was a really good face promo and like he came in and he's like you know I'm everyone i'm putting everyone on notice yeah you gotta you know I'm, i want i want that belt and you know that's great but you're i don't think he's going to get it right away do you think he could be somebody that takes the belt off MJF? Is it going to be MJF? Because when Punk comes back, because Punk's coming back. Okay. Like, did you hear? That's... Okay, let's go back to WWE for a second. Did you hear what Seth Rollins had to say about? Oh Punk? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay away, Phil. Stay away yeah. from me. That you know he meant it because he oh, called absolutely. him Phil. <laughs> he called him Phil. Yeah. <laughs> drop the drop the P bomb. Called him Phil. Dressed like a latter day uh, Rob Zombie as well. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it was pretty funny. great. It was great. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you're liking Hangman, John Moxley. Yeah. I feel like this is the rehabbing of Hangman. Yeah. I think Tony Khan maybe realized, like, yeah, I put the belt on Hangman, but then my new toys were there and I forgot all about him. And then he wasn't a big deal. And now I want him to be a big deal again. And yeah, I think feuding with Moxley and him ultimately going over Moxley is what's going to help Hangman get back to that place where, like, how over he was um, leading up to full gear before he won the belt. So, so the TNT title, uh, yeah. Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. Yes, yes. What did okay. you think of that match? It was an amazing match. Samoa yeah. Joe is the monster. He is the man. The I king, love Samoa the Joe. true king of television. Yeah. And then Wardlow came down to chase him yeah. off. Um, 
do I'm, you think... I'm team Joe. <laughs> I yeah. love Swamp Ninja. I was telling Swamp Ninja because we were watching it together on uh, Rare Occurrence where Swamp Ninja's here on a Wednesday, so we got to watch Dynamite together. And I was like, I like that Samoa Joe just comes across as like this bully in the ring. And I also liked like that he he's slow. It's almost creepy. It's like almost like a serial killer kind of calmness to him in the ring. Mm-hmm. It just it it works. I and just the the when he the nope when he walks away. Oh fuck! I love like, the nope. The nope is Samoa Joe when he's like, yeah. nope, you're not hitting me with that fucking moonsault. Right. Nope. Yeah. I'm walking away. Yeah. Sucker. I like that he got busted open like the hard way too, because that was I don't think they planned that. I think that was the the table hit him in the head and and broke him open. So that yeah. added to the to the atmosphere of the match. And then um, the muscle buster, the avalanche muscle buster. Oh my god, I I hate that move, especially after you told me that he decap almost decapitated somebody. Yeah, twice. Um, uh, T.J. Wilson, Natty's yeah. husband. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that I know that somebody like got a career-ending injury taking that move every time I see it, it scares the shit out of me. So oh, seeing it at an avalanche one, I was like, yeah. what is happening? No. Especially, they had ripped off the mats under the, the ring at that point. Like, it was directly onto the, the hard part. Like, yeah, that match was bananas. I'm going to I'm gonna try to send you something here, and I want you to watch it. Because it's okay. fucking bonkers. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a botch or anything. Okay. It, but, but essentially what I'm happened I'm not going to watch somebody die. No, he he lives. He just gets hurt real okay. bad. But you don't see anything bad. Like you just see the okay. the, the you see the okay. impact, and then you're just like, oh no, I don't want to look at this anymore. Okay, um, okay. So, so he didn't die, but he didn't get like a, a great a grievous injury. He's not. There's no career-ending injury. Injury. Um. Anything. No, as far as I know, it was just okay. a really really. You bad literally concussion. wrote he dead, and then sent the link. I sent that to John earlier. I just oh, copied okay. it over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I you... right after I literally just asked you, you're not showing me somebody dying, are you? He yeah, did. No, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I sent you that. You watch that. It's it. Okay. Yeah. I watched it right now. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Come on, guys. Oh, is this Styles Clash? No, I don't like oh. that move either. Just, just watch. Just oh watch my god! It. Why? Oh! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now in yeah. slow motion. Great. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look, you can see Mike's arms are placed behind Spiral's legs, so he couldn't put his arms up to break. So bad. It's such so. I watched that and I'm like, oh. It knocked him out. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, at one point, I had to tell Swamp Ninja, "Can you not send me videos of people dying?" Like, I don't know. I don't know if the people were dying, but it was just like I was basically telling him, like, I don't need to see somebody get so injured that I can't tell if they've survived that. So, can oh, you not did you do see that? grasshopper legs? Did you see that one? Mm, I don't want. Okay, after I just said what I said, and you're saying, "Have you seen that?" No, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm okay. Please okay. don't send it's me coming. grasshopper no, legs. No, it's it's bad. I show my I show my wife, and she's like, "Why would you show me that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. it's frightening. Absolutely frightening." Oh um, no! Yeah, I won't oh. send it to you. Thank you, I appreciate that. But All right, uh, well, what's our yeah, As I was saying, like that's that. Like sometimes you want to see a train wreck in in the yeah. ring, 
and a Samoa Joe Wardlow match, I think, is going to be a, a train wreck um, because yeah. Wardlow uh, he's a little dangerous. He kind of throws people around a little too much, right. and I think yeah. I think if he tries that with Samoa Joe, Joe's going to beat the piss out of him. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think Wardlow beats Samoa Joe. I no, I hope I, I don't happen. think so either. I think let Samoa Joe be the king of TV. Let him hold both belts yes. for the 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 long the next while. Like I'm, for the I'm next totally year, done. just a full yeah. year of him, just the king of yeah. television. Oh, no, no, like Samoa Joe isn't the youngest guy either. So, you know, I don't know how much longer he's going to do this. So, yeah, just let him like have a a nice long dominant run with a belt or two belts. Mm-hmm. here like for him like yeah let him have it i'm all for it yeah i was i'm not to say that i never liked samo joe just didn't see that much of him and when i did it was fine it was okay but like i'm now officially like a huge samo joe fan after yeah. that match with darby there i thought that was fantastic actually no that's not true i became a samo joe fan when um at the end of the full gear match between hobbs Wardlow and and uh, Samoa Joe were in. When he stole, just he stole the victory, he stole, he the, victory. stole the victory. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been a fan of Joe since then. So I yeah, I'm all for uh, I'm all for having Samoa Joe having a, a long dominant run. Let him have it. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. All right, so let's we've got like about what ten minutes left. So yeah. why don't yeah. we end on kind of a bummer note in that uh, we had the untimely death of Jay Briscoe. Go. Sadly, yep. he was in a car accident driving his uh, his young daughters home from like cheer practice, and uh, apparently, a woman uh, was driving in the other direction. She got in the wrong lane somehow, head-on collision. She did not survive, nor did uh, Jay Briscoe. His daughters ended up in the hospital needing surgery. Um, very sad situation. He was only 39 years old, if I'm not mistaken. So, or he was about to be 39. He was, he was not even 40 years old. So, um, incredibly sad. I only became familiar and a fan of the Briscoes last year after watching, uh, those three, like 17 star matches against FTR at the ROH pay-per-views. Um, Seeing the outpouring of grief and support after his passing, especially seeing people like Adam Cole in particular mm-hmm. um, coming out and just talking about how much of a of a family guy he was, how welcoming and um, uh, just uh, I'm trying. I'm thinking of a word in French. I can't think of it in English. But, like, I guess it was just the fact that he would always, you know, every, like, the, the common thread was when you showed up at his house, like, his family took you in as one of their own. And that he was just uh, somebody that, you know, gave it his all, was very passionate, but was also about building up people. And from what I hear, like, he seemed to be one of the few people who, like, got quote-unquote canceled and seemed to, like, learn his lesson and learn and did better and and took the steps to 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 learn why you know what he said was abhorrent and everything and um you know from from what everybody was saying he just seemed to be such a uh, a 
an inspiring and, and um, very uh, generous and uh, giving person to work with. Like he, it just seems like, you know, what a loss, unfortunately. You, you obviously have been a wrestling fan much longer than I have, so you're a bit more familiar with their, their history. So for you to find out that Jay Briscoe passed away <clears throat> like that, like what, what were you thinking? It sucked. It sucked yeah. so bad because um, I was a big fan of the Briscoes because I was a big kind of a ROH guy before. Well, I'm not. I don't want to sound like a hipster, but before it was cool to like ROH, <laughs> I knew about ROH. But like I've been, I've I've watched ROH for you know a few. I want to say about a decade. <laughs> right. Um, but like you know, like I didn't find it right away. But like because I, you know. Canada, we're we're a little behind the times here, right. uh, and I'm I'm in the and east. It seemed Coast like too. it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to find in Canada until they got a syndication deal, which was yeah, later, right? When they got the syndication deal with uh, Sportsnet, uh, that's okay. when I started watching, and that's when I found the Briscoes. And of course, it meets up with my personality. Like they they have the heavy metal music, "Reach for the Sky, Boy," and then right. just, da, 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 you know, and they have that Smash Mouth, uh, "We Don't Take No Shit." Um, right. Yeah, we're a little redneck, but that's okay. Yeah. Style of uh, style of wrestling, and like his, you know, Jay's brother Mark, you know, when he came up with the, you know, the hillbilly kung fu, and it was right. so innovative, and the froggy bow where he does a frog splash elbow, and just right. like they just they they innovated, and they were always smash mouth, and they always put on great matches, and they didn't they didn't yeah. care. They put everybody over. They're like, we don't, yeah. you know, we've been champion for two years straight. Yeah, we'll put somebody over. We'll come yeah. back and win it. But like they always let somebody right. go over. Right. That sort of thing. Like they weren't they weren't selfish. Like it, right. that's that's another thing you can you you never heard. Like you never heard that he went into business for himself. Right. You know, he was a company man. Like he he worked yeah. in ROH for like pretty much yeah. the entirety of the promotion. Um, yeah, no, he was. Yeah, he was he was one of the first people to get signed his his brother mark was still too young as soon as he was of age he joined in um yeah. and they were there from the start until until last year so yeah and now mark I'm, briscoe apparently can fight in in AEW now the, yeah i mean the, like the in, band you know, that warner brothers had put um they decided to to not anymore which it makes sense because if you're gonna have a show like slap fight or whatever the fuck that's called um, you know, which is a completely possible show to Here's have power. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or like CTE, the, the beginning, um, like let's not be shocked. Like if a couple of years from now, people who are part of this end up, you know, doing something completely horrific because do, do you know where this started chronic from? concussions. Oh, sorry. Do you know where slap fight started? No, it's Russia's slap fight. It, it started in Russia. Oh, okay. And it was oh, this okay. big thing, and there's this big guy. I can't remember what they called him, and he was just like this big Russian dude. And the man looked like just like a really short grizzly bear with his just big okay. paws, and he was a scary man. And when he like he could slap a watermelon, the watermelon would explode. Oh wow! Like, that's, like he has a wicked slap, and like it's interesting to watch. Like don't get me wrong, everyone wants to watch a car crash. Like you right. don't want to, but like you can't look away when you see it happen. You're just kind of like in shock. Yeah, that's what this is. It's like. Like when that woman got slapped and then she tried to stand up and then did a somersault forward because she couldn't get her equilibrium. 
Like, yeah, that's it. The fight's over. Like, she doesn't get to yeah. stand back up and take right. another one. That's it. It's over. She's done. Yeah. But they're yeah, like, no, oh, she has a I, 10 count. It's like, no, you don't get a 10 count. Yeah. Just. Yeah. No, I've seen, like, I was really fascinated with the whole idea of CTE for a while there. So I watched the few documentaries on it. Uh, namely, there was one, I think it was a PBS one for Frontline that was really interesting. And then there was on uh, Netflix, I think it was Aaron Hernandez, the football player. Um, he, 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 he un- alived himself in prison and uh, they did a scan of his brain and they're like, yeah, this kid had so much CTE for his age. Like, what the hell? Um, so just knowing how much um, chronic concussions can really fuck up someone's brain like just seeing something where i just like that person got a concussion it makes me uncomfortable like hangman when hangman got hurt when uh john moxley clotheslined him like i went to bed i didn't feel great when i went to sleep i was so worried i was gonna wake up the next day and find out that hangman like you know got a career-ending injury like i was so worried about him hearing what adam cole went through that's really terrifying you know, I, I don't know, just the watching people get injuries like that to their brain. It's not, again, I don't, I don't want to see videos of people dying. So. <laughs> Grasshopper legs, here it comes. No, no, please don't. Please don't. So you don't uh, like watching the, oh my God, moments of wrestling anymore? No. Um. So I... I do still watch those because they're not always somebody getting fucked up. Um, I don't watch the ones that say like botches, you know, <laughs> don't look away or something. Those ones. No, I don't. Or if they flat out say these are botched, this is a botch compilation. I don't want to watch it because I'm afraid it's going to be, it's not just like a dumb botch, but like a, like somebody dying. I don't want to see it. Um, I, I, those oh my god compilations occasionally will have something in there where I'm just like, ah, I didn't like that. But for the most part, it's just really impressive feats of like wrestling maneuvers. So I actually quite like those compilations. <laughs> they're so good. I'm like, I, I think I've watched every one. I think they're up to like episode 48 or 49 now. I think I've watched right. every one. Yeah. So no, when I get high and I have like yeah, nothing else exactly. to do, I just go down that rabbit hole. Yep. Lately, uh, I'll find a rat. Like, I'll just put like Walter Offspray. Oh, there's a match. Awesome. Um, I put the best of Jacob Fatu once, and there was just this really great oh, so compilation. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 tends that tends to be what I do when I uh, get elevated. Is like, oh, wrestling compilations. Let's do this. Yeah, me. It's uh, wrestling combinations, or I'll wa- I'll watch a, a podcast called Comic Books Explained because you know mm-hmm. you can't read every comic book, so sometimes right. it's nice to get a synopsis of uh, what's uh, what's uh, going on in the world of comics that I didn't right. read. So it's kind of nice, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun to do. Uh, we're almost out of time. We got like two oh, minutes wow. left. Yeah. Oh my. Um. Well, uh, I don't know what our social medias are. So what are they, Turbo? That's that's on me. Um, you can always find us at uh, 2BD Pod on. Uh, that's on Twitter. Uh, 2BD Pods uh, with a Z. That's on Instagram. That's where we do Muscle Monday, Mo Tuesdays, Weird Wednesdays, Comic Book a Day. Uh, sometimes we put up uh, some fig uh, photography of figures that we own because you know we're geeks and we're forty five yeah. year old people who have toys all over their place, which is great. Um, Thirty nine. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm, Not I'm, that yeah, it matters, but <laughs> I'm older. I'm older. We know. Uh, I'm so old. I woke up this morning and I stood up and I sounded like a transformer. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's the wheels are falling off. I'm like a glow yeah. stick, except I don't like I snap like a glow stick. Every time I move, it's like snap. Yeah. I'm like, it's Yeah, no, I'm I'm at the point where I'm like noticing like, oh, I'm losing muscle faster than I used to. Like I need to I can't take a, a few days off. I have to keep going. So yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. It's not fun, but nope. you know, it happens to all of us. So yep. I bend like a two by four now. That's what happens. Oh no. <laughs> I, like, I got no range of motion. I'm just a stiff as a board, but uh, yeah. You need so... to start that DDP yoga. <laughs> I got to do the DDP yoga. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. A lot of egg whites, a lot of egg whites. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, folks, thanks for uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, as always, I'm Turbo. I'm uh, I was gonna say I'm Swamp Ninja, but I'm not Swamp Ninja. I'm Buckshot. <laughs> have a and, great uh, uh, night. Yeah, have a good one, y'all.